if I look to develop a relationship with someone who's who's on social, who uses my product or service and has an authentic connection and enjoys using it, truthfully, Before we get started, I want to send a shout out to the ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the Pi Iota Omega chapter last Wednesday. So see, we come and we do work and then we stop work to do the podcast and then we go back to work. Well, yeah, last Wednesday, after we did the podcast, after we went back to work, I was able to participate on an entrepreneurship panel for Pi Iota Omega chapter. And then after that was finished... I was on a virtual happy hour with my friend, State Senator Kevin Parker, who's running for a New York City um, office. And so appreciate the opportunity to share, but understand being on panels and being on virtual events, it's work. And I am just recuperating from last week. So if I'm dragging, it's because I'm trying to make sure that I always give my best and leave it all on the table, whether it's the podcast, whether it's a panel, whether it's a virtual happy hour. So today we're going to give you our best. And today, Chief, do you have any words of wisdom for the people before we jump into our topic? Uh, no, I'm just listening to your panel uh, rundown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're a sorority political and everything else rundown. <laughs> I'm totally lost, but whatever. Let's just go. <laughs> Do you have a message for the people? Um, no. no? I'm, I'm sure I'll come up with something during this episode, but no particular message. No to, particular message? To start off this episode with, no, as you point to the show notes and tell me why do I not have a message. I just don't right now. No. All right. So what are we talking about today? Um, impact and influence. Impact and influence. So what does impact mean to you? It means a lot. It means... You know, making a difference, mm-hmm. um, hopefully good rather than bad. Mm-hmm. Um, for, 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 it's simple to me. It's making a difference on whether it's, you know, it's a cause or business or, you know, someone to get that thing from or person from point A to point B. And during that transition from A to B, hopefully it is an improve. It should be an improvement. So making really it should be making a positive impact. Okay. And then what is uh, being, what is influence to you? I think that's so broad, um, especially in today, social media, you know, people are like, I'm an influencer um, because I guess they have so many followers online. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And that's a whole nother thing where they look at it and say, I have 10, 20, hundred thousand, a million followers. Mm -hmm. Really. If you, if you're referring to people who are, you know, with you on social and you're just like followers, to me, I think you really missed the picture because mm-hmm. it's more about building a community. And we just had this discussion in one of our team meetings yesterday <clears throat> with the um, media and marketing team. Is, is it, would you rather have 20, 30,000 people following you? Or would you rather have whatever you, whoever's following you now, 500 people, 1,100, 2,000? Or would you rather be super engaged and have a community mm-hmm. of 2,000 to 1,500, even 200 people? Versus having hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands people following you and you're, you're an influencer. Because I, I rather have a, I, I rather have a f- community, right? Yes. Now you ask me, it's coming. The fire is coming. I'm getting salty. I'm bringing it to you. You shouldn't have poked the bear. Here it comes. You kicked the hornet's nest. All right. Why are you salty though? Right, because people, we're talking about impact over influence. And when I think of impact, 
it's doing something to have a positive outcome, a positive influence on okay. it where, where I'm just an influencer, right? Which could be positive. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about how it's mainly used in this day and age. Right. And I just had this conversation with uh, Sanders. Somebody could easily just be like, oh, I'll pay you X to put my product on your social. So you influence people to buy the product. But do you really believe in that product? Do you use that product? Do you know that like the true advantages of that product mm-hmm. versus like salespeople, the salesperson who uses the product they sell, they believe in the brand, they believe in the product there. When they talk to you about buying that product, they're not trying to sell you. They're, they're connecting with you and they're sharing their experience of, with that product because they truly believe in it. Versus someone is just like, I got to sell this thing to get paid. They're going to tell you whatever to a certain degree, to make the sale. Okay. So to me, I look at the, the impact and influence as someone genuinely being involved in, in caring to make this positive change when you talk about impact, where someone who's just a, you say, oh, I just, you just want to influence to get a certain outcome. Whether you, you just want them to do it so you get whatever you get out of it versus when you, when you want to make an impact, you, you have some kind of deep moral connection. You want to do the right thing. Oh, so I might have went a little deep with that, but yeah. Well, I think what you said is set me up for a good segue in terms of the definition of influence versus the definition of impact. It comes to blue screen. So influence is defined as power or capacity of causing an effect indirect in indirect or intangible ways or swaying the results or one or that is a person that exert exerts influence. Something that brings out in the spiritual form or moral form a result. Impact is defined as an impinging or striking, especially of one's body against another, or the force of impression of one thing on another, a significant major effect. So based on those definitions, there may not be a little, a lot of clarity between what the difference is between the two. So I went to my other favorite resource, etymology online, uh, to see what is the, um, when and how the words were originally used. So influence was originally used uh, back in the 13th century. It comes from Latin or from old French, and it's an emanation from the stars that acts upon one's character and destiny. So the original interpretation of the word influence is very astrological in meaning. It talks about an ethereal power from the stars uh, when you're in a certain position. Don't laugh. Like, I'm, I'm just listening to you. I, like, I, 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 I know nothing about the stars, so I'm just going to listen. I, have, I can't comment on that one. Uh, but the medieval Latin Except comes from the word influentia, a flowing in, which is also used in an astrological sense. Um, if you want to look at the Middle English derivation of the word for influence, it's exertion of unseen influence by persons that was first seen back in like the 1580s and it's the capacity for producing effects by insensible or invisible means so to me when i think of influence it's more abstract okay if you're thinking about the stars and you know i can see it being more abstract especially in if you relating it to what we just talked about with um with social because it's more abstract where like here like 
look at what I'm using. But when we look at the etymology of the word impact, it comes from circa 1600, which means, and it meant press closely into something from the Latin word impactus to push into, drive into, or strike against. And it's broken down into two uh, separate word pieces. The first is in, into, in, on, or upon. And the second is pangere, which is to fix or to fasten. The original usage of the word impact was with with respect to your teeth. So think of an impacted tooth. Mm -hmm. So you can feel it, right? It's in there. It hurts. It's exerting force in your mouth. Um, And it goes on to say it's to strike, force to strike forcefully against something. Figuratively, as of the early as the 1935s, the word impact was figuratively used to say to have a forceful effect on something. So just for clarification, we're not saying that impact is better than influence. Impact is worse than influence. They're very similar. At the same time, they're very different. And think about whether you want to make a more profound effect or if you want to have a more indirect effect. That speaks to the difference between impact and influence based on the dictionary and based on the etymology of those words. Yeah, I, it seems to me it's just one is one is passive and one is more direct. Got it. So with respect to someone having impact or influence, do you think that having an active social media presence contributes to someone's level of influence? Having an active social media, say that one, having an active active social media presence contributes to someone's level of influence. (laughs) I guess, yeah. Like, because I'm more leaning to the impact versus the whole influence. But to answer your question, yeah, someone has an active social media profile. Are they having an influence? Yeah, I guess so. Depending on, you know, you know, what they're posting and like what kind what kind of content they're putting out there. And then, you know, who's who who's who are they reaching? You know, who they're trying to reach their audience. But I'm I'm sure they're having some level of influence because somebody's viewing it and it's it's having some, I guess, effect on them. But I don't know because when I hear the word influence or impact, like influence, like I'm trying to influence you to do something a certain way or a certain outcome. So just having an active social media pro- profile doesn't mean that you're going to influence somebody to, to do something depending on what you're putting out there. Like it's, it's, it's kind of complicated. So if I hear what you're saying, the level of influence that you have based on your social media profiles and what you present is determined by the type of content you post the type of people as well as the number of people who are in your community mm-hmm. and follow your profile as well as people and organizations that might be affiliated with your community so that they have they also may see and be touched by what you post yeah yeah but that face is it's no but it's just like yeah it's just it yeah <laughs> just i'll leave it at yeah they have they're having some type of influence 
you know, on the the individuals who consume their content, who are, you know, viewing it. Depending on, you know, what they're posting or, you know, what they're talking about, it's a whole nother conversation. But I'm sure there's some level of influence going on. But, you know, I, I think of, are they really having an impact? You know, you could see something in my feed and it has a slight, it has an influence on you, a slight influence or, you know, whatever. And you're just like, yeah, you know, maybe I should, you know, get more efficient in my business. I don't know, something I posted that says something about, you know, being efficient or maybe I should delegate more to my team. So it has a slight influence on you versus I post something that's very, you know, detailed or very descriptive or it breaks down the strategy and then you go do it mm -hmm. and then it changes something in your business for a positive or in the way you manage to, to me. now I look at it, that had an impact mm -hmm. because you, you looked at it and you did something and you saw, you got results from it. It was, it was very, as your definition said, it was very direct. It was very forceful versus like, yeah, you know, you should stop smoking. And then you, and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, it could, you could get sick. Like you could get cancer. Like that's not good for you. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Puff, puff, whatever. And, it, but the next time I see you and I'm just like, yo, you need to stop smoking. And then I show you a picture of somebody who smoked and like those commercials that come on where it shows people who are affected and they got, had to get like the surgery or like something bad has happened to them. They had to get like a limb removed or they had some type of cancer and then they show them in a the commercial and they're just, and then you're just like, whoa, that, like it's really impactful because it's like, it's, they use, what is it called? Like to sh shock is like a, it's like shock and it, you're awed and you're like, oh yeah, maybe I should stop smoking because I like, I don't want to lose a limb okay. or something like that. Yeah. So in your role as an entrepreneur, how are you able to influence others? I would say the biggest way you can influence, I will say impact again, is by example. Like, that's it. Like, by by doing it, being a practitioner. So if you work at a business, like you have, a, I don't know, a bakery? No, talk about the business we have. Talk All right. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, let's talk about the soapbox. So, if I'm talking to someone about how to intake an order or how to do a delivery, if, I, if I've done it and I do it and show them how to do it by actual example, not just giving them a piece of paper or just sitting in a room and be like, so when the orders come in, you press this button is by actually doing it with a, a customer or letting them pretend to be the customer. And I actually physically do it and show them. So then they see the proper way or when I'm there and the phone rings at the store and I answer the store and speak to a client the way that everyone else should answer the phone and speak to them. You, you're, you're leading by example, you're model, modeling the, the behavior that you want or modeling the way it should be done. So then how do you as an entrepreneur, um, how are you able to impact others? So when I think of impact, I'm, I'm thinking what we said earlier, like, making a definitive like change or help for like a, a cause or whatever it might be. So a good example, I would say how impact is what we're doing now on my website. The goal is to impact 1000 small businesses in a positive way, whether it's through like a DM, a text, what a email or phone conversation, or maybe like, you know, face to face in a business and sitting down talking about where they are and where they want to be like physically doing something or giving them the tools or information they need to get them from one point to another, having a direct impact on it, making a direct difference, not just 
yeah, you see me on TV. I'm not TV. I'm doing the, you see me on uh, YouTube or on Instagram or on, you know, BronxNet, wherever. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like they're, they're small business owners. They're doing this. Like you hear people say they're a positive influence. Yeah, like, okay. You're talking about impact. I know, but I'm just using it as, a, as an example. What people say, yeah, I, like, oh, I, I know of them or I see them. Like, to me, the influence is like this high level. Like, it's the clouds thing. Like, you, you, you see this person. But, like, when it's impactful, like, I'm, like, we're. On the ground. We're, we're getting our hands dirty. Like, you see, you're getting the grit under your fingernails. Like, we're there in the business. Oh, like, let's do this. Like, making an impact. Finding out what's really going on. And then making it right. It's just like when the the non for profits call and they want you to give a dom- donation. They'd be like, "Your money could have a direct impact on this family because this much money feeds a family." Like they give you exact details to trigger you to be like, "Oh yeah, if I give you know ten dollars, that feeds a family for a week." Like that's a direct impact versus they just call me and be like, "If you make a donation, we could do a lot of good." And just for clarity's sake, we are not poo pooing on influencers or people who consider themselves influencers or people who choose to work with influencers. We work with influencers at the soapbox. We. Yeah, but I wouldn't really call them. I mean, technically on social, they call them influencers, but like to me, it's, it's, it, we look at individuals. So here's, that's a good example. So, you're trying to, to pull the words out. Oh, I'm just trying to reel me in. No, no, like, no. Just trying to no. pull the words so out. So that's a good, I, I'm glad you brought it up. So when we talked about influences early and I kind of talked about like someone gets paid to say whatever or to show something or to demonstrate their product. So yes, we've worked with individuals who have small and large followings at the soapbox on social. But those individuals are clients. Mm-hmm. Who it transitioned into, oh, like they genuinely use our service. I can only think of one time where we we engage with someone who wasn't a client. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it was good. It, it was good. It was, it was good. It looked good. Right. But I, it, it didn't have the same feeling. It didn't have the same impact as someone who uses our service on a regular basis and regular could be once a week, once a month, twice a week, whatever, but they have some frequency in which they use our service. And that led to us engaging into a business relationship around. So their social media and our laundry service, it didn't start with, Ooh, I see this person posting or I got an email or I saw, I got on one of those platforms where it matches you up with influencers and then I give them the product and then pay them. Actually, I take it back. We've done it twice. And both of those times, I was just like, yeah, it was okay. But the relation, the relationships we have with clients who share their experiences on social and that we compensate them for, for that, is totally different experience and a different impact than the, the other two times we did where it was just like to influence someone. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That was interesting. So if I understand what you're saying, that regardless of whether or not you want to have influence or you want to make an impact, relationship is important. That it's important to also be authentic. I was going to say authentic relationship. Authenticity. It's very important. 
Yeah, that's the word. Um, authenticity, authenticity is extremely important and that the community will be able to um, detect if it's not truly authentic and you'll get a better return where there are strong relationships with the user and user, regardless of whether or not they have a large following or a small following. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm not against using influencers to, to grow your business. This is not a influencer hater episode. I'm not against it, but I'm just saying it as a small business owner, let's be practical. I'm a small business owner and there are influencers out there. And, and really uh, there is, it's all over the place. If you contact someone who's an influencer or, you know, a KOL key opinion leader, whichever term you're using, right? The, the dollar range is all over the place. You could go to somebody and say, Hey, like I, I, I'm interested in, you know, collaborating with you and how much do you charge for a sponsored post. And they might tell you 30 bucks. Cause they don't get a lot, they, like they don't get a lot of inquiries and they're just like, whoa, somebody's going to pay me 30 bucks to put something in my Instagram. Like, sure, I'll do it. And you're going to give me the product or whatever it is or send me the content. Sure. Then there's somebody else you might approach and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I get $5,000 a post. Right. So as a small business owner and small is relative, but we're going to, when I say small, I'm thinking of the local shop in your neighborhood. You know, they have maybe one or two locations and they're grinding. And their, their marketing budget is probably very, very limited. So five, $10,000 a post is like, what? Um, that's more than some small businesses, several weeks worth of payroll, depending how many team members they have. So I'm looking at it from a small business person to say, how do I get the best impact from my money? And maybe it's not money. And that's why I say, like, you should really look at it because people get hung up and say, oh, this person has 10, 15, 100,000 followers. If they do a post for me, it, oh, my business is going to take off. I'm going to get all these orders. No, it does not mean that because one, you don't know where their followers are based. Your business could be based in, I don't know, Williamsburg, but this person you connect with who happens to live in Brooklyn and you want them to do a sponsored post for you, but the majority of their followers are in the UK because the type of content they post resonates with that population. Or their, their followers could be in Florida or Atlanta. Like, I look at my Instagram analytics. There's people following me in Atlanta. There's people in, you know, Maryland, D.C. There's people in New York also. So if I'm trying to, if I'm putting my feed, oh, use a soapbox, you're going to get whatever. Maybe a small percentage of people are going to respond. Because the other thing is, those people need to live in a neighborhood in which the soapbox services, which makes it even more micro. Just get a product. Right, even, well, it's a product that I could ship it to them, right? There you go. So, like, yeah. But if I look to develop a relationship with someone who's, who's on social, who uses my product or service and has an authentic connection and enjoys using it, truthfully, I really don't care how many followers they have. Right. I care that they have a, a good impacting relationship with my product and I'm willing to collaborate with them and say, you know what? You use my services twice a month. I see you're very active on social. You have 500 followers who are highly engaged. Would you like to do a collab? So whenever you use our service, you post about your experience, you create your own content about that experience and share it. And I'll give you a discount on our product. Or how about we just, I'll do the service for you for free in exchange for that. 
Now, it technically, it still costs a small business something because it costs you something to perform that service, but it's a lot cheaper and a lot more economical for that small business to render the service than to pay the person whatever it might be to do that social post to talk about their product. And then it's genuine. The person you you have the connection with, the influencer, they already use your product on a regular basis. And now you're striking up this business relationship with them. So when they put out that content, it's going to be even more authentic because they're speaking from their experience over time with working with your business. Everyone that we've done that with, besides those two we spoke about, they are, are, are clients who've used us routinely. And they were posting about us at times before we even entered into that business relationship. So that business relationship just took what they were already doing to the next level. As we wrap up this episode, I'm going to give you just my take on impact um, based on my experience. It, in 12 years in this role, I may not have always, I might not have what's considered to be um, the social media following of an influencer. However, people seek me out to participate in different initiatives that they have. And by showing up, by always having something wise to say, by listening and getting in, get my fingers dirty, um, I've been able to help advance the initiatives that the different organizations in which I serve have been trying to um the, to help them achieve the results that they're trying to reach. And as a result, what I find is more people will come to me and say, oh, I know you're working with this organization. They told me about the great work. Do you mind working with this organization as well? And as long as I can maintain a balance in taking care of business first and foremost, and then serving um, or lending my voice to elevate conversations around things that are important to me, I've found that I can have a greater impact with those organizations. Right. And then depending on who else is involved in those organizations, that can lend itself to my influencing other areas and other things because people have seen the impact my participation has made. So I believe that impact and influence go hand in hand and as a small business owner, it's not always just about what's happening in social. It is about what also happens in the dirt on the ground level. And when you get involved and you make a difference because of the work that you're doing, people will notice. And if the right people find out, you will be able to have impact and influence simultaneously. And I'm thinking, especially work that I've been doing for the last, let's say, three to five years, it's really starting to manifest now and we get I get to work with some very high level executives, some very affluent influential and affluent um, families and the opportunities that I'm now exposed to that will help not only me personally but help us professionally and as we grow our businesses, it's more than I can have imagined mm -hmm. because of Seven years ago, somebody asked me to do something. I raised my hand and I said that I would. And I was, and I've been consistent in doing that. I've shown up. I've been sincere. And now they see the difference. So that's my two cents on impact versus influence or impact and influence. You can make an impact and you can be an influencer 
and you can use it to your benefit to grow your small business. So start where you are, get busy, build a community, start with the community that you have, be consistent, use your data to understand who's in your community. And when it makes sense, partner with others who may have more influence than you have to get your message across. Um, But at the end of the day, do it for good. Use your impact and your influence for good and not for evil because it's not just about followers. It's about results. Oh, 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 o